Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Black, patriotic. Nephew of my Uncle Sam, a rough-riding, fighting Yankee man. I love mom and apple pie. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode... Just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. The Song of the Patriot, little Johnny Cash. That's an appropriate intro for this guest. Former Kansas Secretary of State and candidate for Attorney General Chris Kobach filed suit last week against the Biden administration on behalf of 36 airmen in the Air Force, Air Force Reserve, and Air National Guard. And he joins us now to walk us through the case. Chris, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again. Oh, it was a pleasure, John. So, Chris, uh, in the suit filed in U.S. District Court, the Kansas and Nebraska airmen are challenging the legality of President Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. They're seeking a religious exemption that so far the the Air Force has denied them, correct? Yeah, that's right. So this suit actually started in Wichita when I was giving a speech on January 28th um, at the Hyatt uh, about the the many ways in which our liberties and, and constitutional rights are being violated by the Biden mandates, the many vaccine mandates. And after my speech, uh, a couple airmen uh, stationed at McConnell came up to me and said, hey, can you help us? We've got a lot of people who are in a pretty desperate situation. And uh, those conversations led to many more. And they were connected with some airmen in a similar situation at office, Offutt Air Base in Omaha. And the, uh, the yeah, the lawsuit is about half guys, uh, ba- guys and gals based at McConnell and half uh, airmen based at Offutt. And it's uh, it, it's pretty astounding what's going on. So the in theory, the Air Force says there is a chance to get a religious accommodation. In other words, a, a religious exemption based on your faith uh, to the vaccine from the vaccine mandate. But that, that's just in theory. In reality, it's just window dressing. The um, there have been five thousand and thirty eight 
disapprovals by the Air Force of these requests for exemptions. And, and you know, these airmen go to extraordinary lengths. They, they have letters from their pastors, their priests. Uh, they go, they explain in Scripture why they believe that uh, their faith uh, does not permit taking the, vac- the vaccine. And 5,038 disapproved. 19 approved. That's a 99, 99.6% disapproval rate. And this isn't, you know, I'm a member of the Church of the Spaghetti, you know, monster or whatever. This is legitimate. This is is completely legit. One of our our plaintiffs is a a chaplain in the Air Force with 30 years, almost 30 years experience collected between the National Guard and the active duty Air Force where he is now. And yeah, so if anybody uh, can can say this is absolutely uh, legit, as someone whose uh, career is as a chaplain, but no, I, I can tell you these these guys are very serious, uh, very sincere, and this is a true faith based exemption they are seeking. But the Air Force pretty much uh, is giving the back of its hand to anyone asserting a religious basis for saying no to the vaccine. But get this, John, the Air Force has granted nearly three thousand medical and so-called administrative exemption. So if you have a secular reason, a non-faith-based reason, the Air Force is going to give you a fair shake and, uh, and, and may give you an exemption. And these guys are, you know, they've had their request denied, uh, almost all of them, and uh, some of them are at the very last stage where they're about to be discharged from the Air Force and kicked out uh, of their chosen career to serve their country. And it's, it's really, I think it's horrible when our armed services say to someone, um, yeah, we expect you to put your life on the line to defend our constitutional rights uh, of the people of America. But if you want to assert your own, your own constitutional rights, uh, no, we're not interested in hearing that. Well, and, and uh, these are ahead. these are needed, highly trained pilots. The Biden administration is willing to terminate them over a, yeah. a vaccine. That's what it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. So get this, of the of the 36 airmen in the lawsuit, 17 are pilots, and most of them fly the uh, the RC-135 out of Nebraska or the KC-135 out of Kansas. Um, to train a pilot on that platform of an aircraft is $5.5 million per pilot, according to the RAND Corporation, a study that was commissioned by the Air Force. So $5.5 million bucks invested and the Biden administration, all because of a nonsense, ideologically driven quest to get the number up to nearly 100 percent of the Air Force vaccinated, is saying, nope, um, we're not going to make that exception. We're going to throw you out onto the street. We're going to, you know, we're going to flush down the toilet, the 5.5 million that the taxpayers have paid to uh, to train you. And that's just the pilot seat. Some of our other uh, plaintiffs are translators on the RC-135. Many listeners may not know the RC-135 is probably the most sophisticated intelligence aircraft in the world. The RC-135s are flying right now over Poland, looking into Russian airspace and Ukrainian airspace, translating signals that they they intercept. There are translators who fly on board and then in real time translate the the intelligence they've just received and then send it to whoever needs to get it. Um, These are highly trained people. We've got uh, electronic warfare uh, officers who are among our plaintiffs. You know, they may not have $5.5 million invested in their training, but there's a lot of money invested in these highly skilled people. And you can't just throw them onto the street and say, okay, let's go find some Russian linguists and teach them how to intercept intel and fly aboard an airplane in two days. No, it, it, it takes years to train these people. And the Biden administration just doesn't seem to be worried about it. When in theory, the Biden administration is is pretending that it's all worried about American national security 
and wouldn't do anything to compromise our national security. Yeah, it, it's complete baloney. Just doing the numbers in my head, that's over $93 million in training that they are willing to flush. Uh, but this shouldn't surprise us. I mean, the Marines have kicked out 206 dedicated troops for refusing the vaccine. The Navy's commander of the USS Winston Churchill was fired in December for the same thing. Uh, so the question then begs, I mean, you were a constitutional law professor, Chris. Uh, is this legal? Is it constitutional what they're doing? No, not constitutional at all. So if you're going to take away someone's free exercise of religion, your First Amendment rights, you have to show that you are doing so in a way that is supported by a compelling government interest. But the, the way the test is applied is the Air Force doesn't just have to show we have a compelling government interest in getting a lot of people vaccinated. No, they have to show that they have a compelling interest in denying each and every exemption. And that's harder because they've already granted 3,000 exemptions nearly so that obviously they can grant some exemptions. And get this, when you look at the individual situation of these pilots, it makes no sense whatsoever. Three of them have already been deployed, unvaccinated, completed their missions with no problem whatsoever. One, another one I was just talking to on the phone earlier today, he was telling me the plane he flies, uh, has, it's not the uh, KC or RC-135, it's a smaller plane, it has ejection seats. And any pilot who flies a plane in the Air Force with uh, ejection seats has to have uh, a complete um, air system attached to his face. In other words, he's got an air mask. He's breathing in oxygen supplied to him by his own uh, oxygen supply system. So the idea that that guy's sharing any air with anybody right. else in the aircraft, so it makes no sense. The, the Air Force has no rationale whatsoever other than just repeating the mantra, um, readiness, 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 we need everybody. You know, it doesn't make sense. They're actually completing their missions they have the Air Force has been, you know, dealing with COVID just like the rest of us have for the past two years. These guys have been doing their work, completing their missions just fine. But now suddenly they're going to get kicked out because the Air Force wants to hit that, you know, 100 percent mark or 99 percent mark uh, of force that's vaccinated. It's, it's idiotic. So you filed in district court. Uh, any idea of the timeline? Yeah. So we'll be uh, filing a motion for a preliminary injunction uh, probably in the coming week. And then uh, depending on how quickly the court sets the timeline, uh, you know, hopefully we would have a decision within uh, a month, month and a half after that. Um, we, like I said, the pilots are half from Kansas, half from Nebraska. We went ahead and filed it in Omaha in that district court. And so uh, hopefully we will have uh, an answer very soon. And I'd be happy to you know, share it with you guys on the air. Yeah, please um, let, us, have information. let us know. Keep it up. I, I know I've got to let you run, but I did want to ask you about Something that came up at the convention this weekend, you were part of a, a, I don't know if you call it a forum or a panel discussion with the other two candidates running for attorney general. Um, you said the outcome of the 2020 election was influenced by election shenanigans that resulted from a clear cut, excuse me, clear cut case of distortion of the Electoral College through alteration of election rules and I think there are a lot of folks that probably agree with you that there's, I mean, whether or not Joe Biden won, I don't think, well, there are some who could dispute that. I, I don't know how much, you know, gratitude, how much levity or, or, or rather right. uh, weight you I know, give yeah, to that. But can you explain what you mean by that? Because I think, I don't want people yeah. to think that you're thinking that Joe Biden's not a legitimate president, but at the same time, it's hard not to think there was some shenanigans going on in that election. Right. So 
when I said shenanigans, what I'm referring to is the indisputable, you know, the, the, the extent of the voter fraud is disputed, but it's indisputable that there were significant numbers of fraudulent votes cast in both Michigan and Pennsylvania. Yes. The, and the ballots that came in. Watcher, from, from poll watchers State. getting kicked yep. out, things like that. Well, and of course you had the, um, the in, in the Wayne County, which is Detroit, uh, you had one of the election commissioners saying, no, I can't certify these results because I can't remember the number, but it was an extraordinary number, well over 100 um, ballots that were unaccounted for. They didn't know where they came from. In other words, they had no source attached to that vote. And I spoke to her on the phone. So you know, we, we will probably never know the true number of, of fraudulent votes and, and whether that was enough to have tilted the election. But there's no question there was um, fraudulent votes cast. But my point is the lawsuit that I was involved in drafting was the one that was brought by the state of Texas. And it was, it was brought by the state of Texas, but there were actually five of us attorneys who dra- drafted the whole thing up and then offered it to various states that, hey, would you bring this? It goes straight to the Supreme Court. And that was the case of Texas versus Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And that's the one that Trump called the big one, because you, people may remember in December, went straight to the Supreme Court. And our lawsuit, didn't it, we didn't rely on a single fraudulent vote being cast. In other words, it was not based on facts of whether votes were cast wrongly or fairly or legally. It was based on the undeniable fact, undeniable legal reality that those four states had changed the rules for selecting their presidential electors without legislative action. See, Article 2 of our Constitution, the founding father said, if you can check, you can select your presidential electors any way you want, but the legislature of your state has to make those rules. And in all four of those states, using COVID as an excuse, they changed the rules without the legislature approving the changes. And so that was the basis of our lawsuit. And if the lawsuit had been decided on the merits, in other words, if the question had been asked, did these four states change the rules without legislative action? The answer is under, you can't even argue it. The answer is undeniably no. In fact, the four states in their briefs couldn't deny it, that they had changed the rules without legislative action. And that's the one that went straight to the Supreme Court. And uh, in an, there was an article written about it, and there was an overheard conversation in the in the justices only chamber uh, where Chief Justice Roberts was overheard shouting, "We will not take this case." You know, you can imagine the reasons why he didn't want to take it. He didn't want didn't want the Supreme Court to be responsible for declaring that four states electoral vote, college votes were incorrectly cast. And so um, the court said preposterously that the state of Texas does not have standing. Um, justices Thomas and Alito dissented. And believe me, when Thomas and Alito are together in any dissent, you can be assured that they are on the true constitutional side. The The original understanding of the Constitution is with those two. Um, anyway, uh, long story short, the court um, did not have the courage to say that Texas had standing and the question was never was never decided by the court. But that was a that was a suit that made me realize, you know, we have got to bring these these pivotal constitutional questions up and hope and pray that the judges and justices will have the courage to take them. And that's why I decided to run for attorney general. I've, I've kind of been doing this all my life. I brought the first lawsuit against Obama's illegal DACA amnesty back in 2012. And now I'm representing the Air Force and I brought that suit, uh, you know, put that suit together with, with the help of others on behalf of Texas. And I just I know that Biden is not going when he loses the House of Congress, things aren't going to get better as far as his illegal acts. He's going to start doing more things with his pen through executive order. And we need a, a state attorney general who's willing to file suit and willing to fight him in court. And 
I actually really enjoy doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think you get a little perverse pleasure out of it. You know, it's not, it's not perverse. I'm defending the Constitution. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, sort of like I get perverse pleasure out of picking it uh, at Brandon Whipple and Laura Kelly. So it's okay. There you go. That's there a good go. kind of perverse pleasure to get. You're, you're standing up for the cause of what is right and good, and in this case, the Constitution. Amen, my friend. Well, if folks are interested, it's Chris Kobach.com, and those are both K's. It says K R I S Kobach.com. If folks have questions, if they want to get informed, if they want to donate or get more information, they can find your information there, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And if they want to read the documents, like our filings in this Air Force lawsuit, they can go to um, the organization that I'm general counsel of that's, that's filing these suits. Uh, and that is the Alliance for Free Citizens. And that's just Alliance for Free Citizens, all spelled out, dot org. Well, Chris, we appreciate you as always. Uh, good luck with the campaign. I, I, I missed the forum between, between the three of you, but I'm sure we'll have you on again. I know I will have your, uh, your opponents on again, and I, I wish you all the best. Anytime. Thanks. Thank you, sir. We'll take a quick break, and then we want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.